all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. Everybody, it is Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. Prayer is going to be amazing as it always is. I need you to share. Come on, we are live across several platforms. Give me to add our Instagram fam. Boom, right now, adding our Instagram fam. Right now, we are live across several platforms, both the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Church Facebook pages, Bishop Foreman Harvest Church YouTube pages, Bishop Foreman Harvest Church Instagram pages, Twitter video, which is real, still, still sort of like Periscope, but I guess not Periscope anymore, but it's there. Plus, the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network and the Harvest Channel. So right there through our app, several different platforms that we are live on right now. Come on in, guys. Let me know where you're watching from. And... Uh, uh, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share this video, LWS, all right? I pray that you have had uh, an amazing uh, weekend, and I pray that you are uh, focused. I pray that you have the fortitude necessary to make this an amazing week. We call prayer command your week prayer because it is a biblical principle. Um, it's a biblical principle. In scripture, uh, a day began the night before. That's why if you read your Bible, the Bible says in Genesis, and the evening and the morning were the such and such day. So scripturally speaking, a day begins biblically the night before. So when we pray on Monday night, biblically, we are literally in the beginning of Tuesday. Why is that important to know? Uh, if you grew up in church, you would have thought, man, you got the first thing you pray when you wake up and get out of the bed. Well, biblically speaking, you're halfway through the day. So you are already into the day as it relates to prayer. And so what we're doing is taking the biblical model of prayer, the biblical model of prayer, and we are walking in that and we are using that. So we get a hold of the day before the day gets a hold of us. We get a hold of the week before the week gets a hold of us. And uh, that's why we do it that way. You would see Jesus, the Bible says that he would often withdraw to himself. And the Bible is very specific to make it clear that he would, they would, he would get up before for the sun had risen. In other words, there was there's a spiritual principle. And I've taught this in uh, messages like command your day and command your week. I've taught this before. There's a spiritual principle there. And that spiritual principle is simply this, is that the, the day is set against you. So when you command the day, you are resetting the day. Type this word, everybody on every social platform, reset. Reset, reset, reset. What we are doing is we are using the God-given authority that we have been given to reset the day and to reset the week and align it with God's word. Life and death are in the power of our what? Our tongue, which means whatever we say, we are going to see. We've got to speak life so that we see life. Now, let me give you this. Just because you said it does not necessarily mean there's not going to be opposition. In fact, 
Um, there will be opposition every time a word is released. There will be opposition. And part of what strategic prayer does is strategic prayer anticipates the opposition. Watch me and prays about that in advance. Mister, give me some scripture to back that up. I'll give you a perfect example. Jesus uh, is walking on the water. There's a storm out and Peter looks and says, they said, it looks like the Lord, but they thought it was a ghost. And, and, and he says, no, do not be afraid. It's me. And Peter says, Lord, if it's you, bid me come or tell me to come. Tell me to walk on this water. I've never done this before, but if you say do it, I will do it. And what does the Lord say? Come. As he is walking and he puts one foot out of the boat, he takes one step of faith. See, the, the word pray means to ask. Three types of prayer. We're jumping in tonight. I'm coming in hot and ready, right? Teaching you fresh as we're getting started. The word pray means to ask. So when Peter said, Lord, if it's you, bid me come. What was he doing? Come on, be a good class. Type it on the screen. He was praying. I'll back it up and say it again. When Peter said, Lord, if it's you, bid me come. Tell me to come. The word pray means to ask. So literally when Peter asked Jesus the question, he was literally praying. So when he made this prayer and he prayed, y'all got it? When he prayed, what happens? He takes a step of faith. And this is what some of you, the Lord, this is what the Lord told me to pray against tonight is against what happens after you start stepping. Come on, y'all. We're going to come out the gate tonight praying against what comes against you when you start taking steps of faith. It is one thing to get fired up, to get passionate, to be excited when you come off a of prayer, when you come out of church on Sundays, when you come out of church on Wednesdays, when you get the previews that I do on Tuesday nights, when you get the previews that I do on Saturday nights. It is one thing to get excited about that. It is one thing to get excited about that. But watch me. That looks like a praise report over there. Make sure you hold that in just a second. But after he takes that step, what does the Bible say? And then a storm arose. Listen. After you pray, everybody pay close attention to me. After you worship, after you pray, after you have a significant spiritual moment, I need for you to be prepared for the storm that comes after a step. Come on, y'all. I know we're only five minutes in, but I'm all, I'm teaching already. Why? Because tonight we're going to be very strategic and not only praying for the faith to take the step, but for the faith to endure the storm after you take the step. Am I talking to anybody across any of these platforms tonight? Where y'all at? Where are y'all at? After Peter prays, Lord, if it's you, bid me come. The word pray means to ask. After he prays that, he starts stepping and walking on water. He takes the steps of faith. And after he takes the steps of faith, what begins to happen? A storm comes. And the Bible says, watch me, the storm, it, listen very carefully, the storm is not because Peter has done something wrong. The storm harvest Instagram, the storm Bishop Foreman Instagram, the storm YouTube, Facebook, Harvest Channel, Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, the storm came after the step. I need for some of you all to hear me is that your storm, watch me, is because you've already started making steps. The storm is because you have already started moving in the right direction. That fear you feel is because you're stepping right. That anxiety you feel is because you're stepping right. The, the drama you feel is because you're stepping right. Who am I talking to? The family drama is because you're stepping right. People putting their opinions on stuff that they don't know nothing about is because you're stepping right. So tonight, as we come out of the gate in prayer... We're going to pray. Watch me. I'm going to pray that you not only have the grace to pray it, but I'm going to have the pray. We're going to pray that you have the grace to endure the storm after you step. Y'all better come on here tonight. 
There's a storm after you step. And the Bible says he prays. He steps out. When he steps out, then the storm comes. And watch what happens. And the Bible says that he began to pay attention to the storm. And when he began to pay attention to the storm, pay attention. The scripture says he began to sink. Everybody stop. I'm teaching right at the beginning of prayer. We're going to jump right in. He began to sink. Can I ask you a question? When was the last time you got in a pool and began to sink? Okay, can I tell you when? Never. Never. There's no such thing as you get as a human being gets in water, except certain instances predicated upon salt content, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But that is, that is not the case here. You've never began to sink. If you get in the water, and you're going to sink, right? So what does the scripture mean when it says, and he began to sink? It's this Greek word there, which literally means he dived into the water. In other words, because he thought that the storm was going to overtake him, he ended up diving into the storm. In other words, he put himself underwater. The storm didn't have the power to do it. I'll say it again. He put himself underwater. And what we're about to pray against is, is about you, watch me, sabotaging yourself because you think the storm is going to take you out. Who am I talking to tonight? I know we're only eight minutes in and I know I've done a whole lot of teaching in eight minutes, but this is, this is what we're about to cover in prayer. Because after you pray, then you have the storm. The storm comes after you take a step. And, and when Peter began to sink, the Greek word there, it means he literally dived into the water. What does that mean? He quit. He gave up. He threw in the towel. He said something he shouldn't have said. He said, well, God, I guess you don't want me to do this. And I'm about to pray against your dive. Come on, y'all. Listen, do real, this real quick. I know I normally do announcements and stuff, but just flow with me. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share this video across every platform. Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name tonight, God, we bless you. We honor you. We thank you, sir, for the privilege to pray. We ask for forgiveness, God, for all of our sins. Those committed knowingly and unknowingly. And tonight, God, we say, have your way. Give the glory even out of our time of prayer tonight, God. We commit it to you. We say, guide and direct the words that come out of our mouth. Prayer, God. It's powerful. Prayer is a privilege, Father. It is not a right. It is something we get to do. It is not something that we have to do. So we take this privilege seriously. We do not take this privilege lightly, God. We get to go to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Great I Am our ruler, our Messiah, our king, and not just our king, but you're king of every king. Not just our Lord, but you are Lord of every Lord. You are Lord of every landlord. You're Lord of any Lord that can be named. You are Lord of any overseer. The Bible says, that you take one up and you put another down, which means there is no structure that exists in which you do not have ultimate authority. And for that, we say thank you tonight. God, we thank you that we are forgiven for our sin where we've missed the mark. We are forgiven for our iniquity where we have practiced generational curses and generational patterns we've passed down and around. And we thank you, God, tonight that we are forgiven for our transgression, what we have willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. And Father, we know we are forgiven. Why? We confess it. Come on, somebody type, I confess. We confess, God. We confess where we were wrong. We confess our errors. We confess our mistakes. We are not prideful. We are not arrogant. We are not those that think that we have never sinned, that we have not done wrong, that we've not made mistakes, God. That is not who we are. We are those that recognize we are in need of a Savior, that we are those that are in need of redemption. 
that we are in those that are in need of your blood. And for that, we say thank you in the name of Jesus, God. We confess our sin before you. We don't hide it. We don't try to cover it up. We don't try to act like we don't have some things that we are working through. But thanks be to God, we may not be where we want to be. But we thank you, Lord, that we are not where we used to be. We confess. And you said that if we confessed our sins before you, you would be faithful and you would be just. You would be faithful and you would be just. You would be faithful and you would be just to forgive us. So tonight, when we pray, God, we do not pray as those that are sinners. No, we are the righteousness of God. Because we have confessed our sin before you. Therefore, God, we can be bold when we approach your throne. We can be bold in prayer. We can be bold in our request tonight. And your word says that you, the righteous, are as bold as a lion. So tonight, God, when we come out of the gate, we come out bold tonight. Type that word, bold. We are going to be bold in the second half of this year. God, this is the first Monday night prayer. We've been doing for years, God. This is the first, or for several, uh, for uh, yes, years, God. Tonight, God, this is the first fruit of prayer for the second half of the year. And we declare, God, that the second half will be far better. It will be superior to this uh, to the first half in the name of Jesus we thank you that we would see your hand move in our favor why not for our sake but so that we would be blessed to be a blessing i need you to type on the screen i am a blessing god we're not trying to get blessed we are blessed we're not trying to get a blessing we are a blessing in the name of Jesus. And tonight, God, as we pray, after Peter prayed, saying, Lord, if it is you, bid me come. That's when the storm came. After he prayed, he got a plan. The plan was walk. The plan was take a step. The plan was send an email. The plan was apply for the role. The plan was make the phone call. The plan was whatever. And God, after we start taking steps in the plan, that's when a storm arises. But Father, we are so grateful tonight that because we have that revelation, God, we can keep our eyes focused on you. You are your word. John chapter one says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the Lord later became flesh and dwelt among us. So when the Bible says Peter took his eyes off of you, it literally means he took his eyes off of your word. He took his eyes off of your word. So we renew our focus. Come on, type focus. We renew our focus tonight, God, and our focus is on your word. Our focus is on your word. Our focus is on your word. And when we focus on your word, we are literally focusing on you. It is not that those two things are can be separated. They are not exclusive. You are your word and your word is you. You are your word and your word is you. You are your word and your word is you. So when we focus on your word, we are literally focusing on you. And Father, I rebuke us doing what Peter did, where the Bible says where he began to sink. Literally, God, that means he dived into the water. In other words, it was not that he was going down. It's that he thought the storm was going to take him out, so he died. I rebuke your dive. Come on, come on, y'all. Come on, come on, y'all. I rebuke your dive. I rebuke you diving. I rebuke you quitting. I rebuke you getting back to alcohol. I rebuke you going back to drugs. I rebuke you getting back on depression. In a depressed state. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Please type those two words, or three words rather. Rebuke the dive. Rebuke the dive. Rebuke the dive. Rebuke the dive. Father, we rebuke the dive now in the name of Jesus. And for that, we say thank you tonight. I pray, God, that we would have the ability to remain focused so that we can make this second half far better than the first half. I rebuke self thank you, self sabotage right now. 
In the name of Jesus, Peter sabotaged himself. Peter sabotaged himself. Peter sabotaged himself. So we declare, God, that that would not be us, that that would not be what we do, that that would not be how we operate, that that would not be how we move. And we thank you for it now. In the name of Jesus, can I get everybody that agrees with that on every platform to just type amen, whatever platform you're on, if you're on a social platform. In Jesus' name. Guys, listen, I know I came right out the gate. If you miss prayer, can I encourage you to set your alarm clock? Because it may be a night like tonight where I come out the gate. I came out the gate um, uh, teaching just a minute and then giving uh, going into prayer. We're going to continue to do that. If it's your first time, welcome. Do me a hand. Uh, do me a favor. Do the hand wave emoji. Let us know it's your first time. We just want to acknowledge you, let you know we're glad that you're with us. If you're on a social platform tonight, we do this every Monday night. We've been doing it for a while, every single Monday night, and you uh, can join us on uh, all of our social platforms, all of our social channels, our app, the Harvest Channel, all of that, and connect with us that way. Uh, we pray for one hour. Now, for some of you are like, oh my God, we're going to talk for an hour? No, that's not prayer. Prayer is a dialogue. It's not a monologue. What's a monologue? Mono meaning one. Monologue means you just talk, 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 blah, 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 in Jesus' name, amen. That's not prayer. If you study your Bible, you will discover that prayer is a dialogue, which means God responds. Well, how does he respond, Bishop? Is that when we pray, I give you revelation. We pray, I give you revelation. We pray, I give you revelation. Let me prove it to you right now. How many of you in just the first 16 minutes of prayer tonight and what we just covered, did you just get an answer, clarity, or direction? Wave right now. Wave right now. Did you just get an answer, clarity, or direction right now? It, that's how he responds. That's how he responds. All right. I see several hands already. That's how the Lord responds. So that's why we do that. We pray for an hour because when Jesus was in his most, I'm going to let my seat up because there we go. Now I feel taller. Um, when Jesus was in his most defining moment, um, he asked those closest to him, he says, pray with me for an hour. So we set aside this time for an hour in order for us to get a hold of the week before it gets a hold of us. All right. And so that's what we do. So join us. Set your alarm clocks every Monday night. You guys know we do not. Um, we, I am not a believer. This is me and I, and I, everybody's their own way, but as a pastor, as a shepherd, as a leader of people, I, yes, taller. I, um, I like consistency. That's just me. Um, you, you can make consistency my middle name. Um, if I am going to be consistent when pandemic let March 15th, 2020, when pandemic began, we had one Wednesday where we were not in the building where we, I streamed, we still have Wednesday night live Bible study. And then we were right back on that Sunday morning. Uh, of course, we had to reduce the number. A few singers, a few production people, and me, and I continued. We did the 915, 11:15, just like we did. I have not stopped. The pandemic did not stop us. Because the Lord told me, he said, son, a part of how uh, you, who I've called you to be is consistent. And people need to see consistency. Um, you, cannot, you cannot ask the people to be consistent, and you will not be consistent. As is me, all right? And so every Monday night, Every Sunday, 915, 11:15, Aaron Wednesday, we are there. All right, can I get you to speak that over yourself? I'm consistent. And watch me put this on there to the right things. It's a long line, but type it. Especially if you struggle with consistency to the right things. And, and here's why it's important that your words are not just I'm consistent. Because you can be consistent to a negative thing. You ever met somebody that their consistency, consistent, consistency was that they were inconsistent? It's my pleasure that their consistency was that. So you don't just want to be consistent, guys. You want to be consistent to the right things. And by the right things, we mean the God things. Let's go. Father, I cover our consistency.
in the name of Jesus and declare that we are those that are consistent to the right things. And by right things, we mean the godly things. We are consistent to the godly things. What you have ordained, we are consistent to. What you have ordained, we are faithful to. What you have ordained, we make it our priority. God, it is not about how we feel. For example, God, you said, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, which means even if I don't feel it, I do it because it is right, because it is godly. We are not those that are driven by our feelings. We are not those that are driven by our emotions. We are consistent to the right things. We are consistent to the godly things. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, all my consistent people. Don't type amen, just do hashtag consistent. Huh? Come on, let's go. Type hashtag consistent, all right? So during prayer, you're going to hear me um, have you to do two things a lot. One, I'm going to have you to say a lot. Life and death in the power of your tongue. That's Proverbs 18, 21. I'm going to have you to type a lot. All right. You're going to type a lot. So get those thumbs ready. Like this, if you don't ever, if you're not a texter or a type or something like that, then Monday night is also your workout night. Do you hear me? It is your thumb workout night. All right. And we're going to do that. I want to, I want to get here. Um, I want to go back to um, that story because we're going to pray from that story tonight. Guys, before we pray, I always ask the Lord while I was in the gym earlier, I said, Lord, what do you want us to pray about? When we, can I encourage you? Whenever you pray, can I keep, can I teach you a secret? Here you go. Here's a spiritual hack, right? You know, they got this thing called life hacks. Here's a spiritual hack. All right. Pray about what to pray about. Pray about what to pray about. Um, I don't just start blah, 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 blah. Um, I say, Lord, what is it I need to pray about? Why? Because the Bible says the effective, fervent prayers of the righteous. That means strategic, specific, and passionate. They availeth much. That means they get things done. And so I always said, okay, God, I don't just want to just say a bunch of stuff out of routine and ritual. I need to make sure that I am praying about what I need to pray about. Tell me what to say. Tell me, and watch me, this is so powerful because the Lord says, I'll put my words in your mouth. Come on. I will tell you what to say. Isaiah 51 and 16, Jeremiah 1 and 9. God says, I'm going to put what to say in your mouth. In other words, when you pray about what to pray about, God will tell you and it'll come out of your mouth what you're supposed to pray about. Let me tell you why this is powerful. Could you be praying for a storm to end when instead you need to pray that you end, that you outlast the storm? What if the storm was necessary to get you to your new city? <clears throat> Come on, let's go. What if the storm was necessary to get you to your new position? What if the storm was necessary to get you to your new, uh, your new role? What if the storm was necessary to get you to your new support system and the people around you? What if the storm was necessary? And if you always are just praying what's easy, if you're always praying what's easy, then guess what? Then maybe you're praying what's wrong. Wow, right? So I, 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 wanna, I wanna cover that. Um, always do that. Let's cover that in prayer. Father, we pray that you would give us the grace. Oh my God, I just saw a praise report. Oh, we're gonna have a shift. Lord, that you would give us the grace. You would give us the grace, God, to pray for what to pray for. You said that you would put your words in our mouth, which means you would give us what to say and what to pray, and we would release that 
into the atmosphere. We would release that, God. So we pray that we are not focused on our form. We're not focused on our tradition. We are not focused on just what we've even heard others pray. But God, that we are, since we are disciples, that means we are disciplined students. We ask the teacher, what do we need to prepare for? We ask the teacher, what do we need to study for? We ask the teacher, what do we need to get ready for? And since you, God, are the great teacher, you are the great master, you are the great bishop, the, oh, the episcopos of our souls, of our, of our souls, of our doulos, you are that God. And so because you are that God, we say thank you now. In Jesus' name we pray, A to the man. All right, all right. Um, listen, guys, if, 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 if you have not, uh, if you have not, uh, uh, shared this, I need you to go ahead and share this, share, 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 like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. Um, so we're going to go back to this and we're going to pray from this tonight. Um, before we do that, I want to encourage you, if you don't have our app, get our app. How do you get it? You're going to text the word harvest, text the word harvest, text the word harvest, um, to the phone number 877-552-4746. Can I get a few of you to type that on every social platform? If you're on the Harvest Channel or you are on the, um, if you're on the Harvest Channel or you are on the um, uh, Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, uh, you can't type it, but you can certainly share this with somebody. I want you to do that. When you share, people get saved. Guys, just shy of 300 people have given their lives to the Lord so far, and we are on our way. We're going to see a thousand this year in Jesus' name. If you agree with me, can you just drop a thousand in the comments? I tell you, uh, I love, do you not hear me? I love seeing people come to the Lord. Like that is, that is, that is just uh, amazing to me. And that's what we're called to do. All right. Um, for many of you, um, for many of you, you are in that place where Peter was that we're about to cover in prayer. Um, you've prayed some amazing things and you've begun to take, how many of you wave at me? Have you been taking some steps? of faith? Have you been taking some steps of faith? Like if you've been stepping, do the hand wave emoji or do the step emoji or just say, I have. And when I see, when I see one of those, I'm going to call some of your names. I'm going to call some of your names. I'm going to call some of your names. You are the God of our psyche and you make us doulos. Psyche is Greek for uh, um, soul and doulos means we are slaves unto the Lord. All right. Trenisha, you've been taking steps. Vanity, you've been taking steps. Danelle, you've been taking steps. Come on here. Come on here. Danielle, you've been taking steps. Fred, you've been taking steps. Bria, you've been taking... Baria, I hope I said that right. If I didn't, I apologize. Sometimes with the screen names, you know, it's, it's uh, difficult to get you. All right, watch me. So I need you to know that because you've been taking steps of faith, can I let you in on a secret? Um, because you've been taking steps of faith, um, you need to know that after that step, like the enemy is not just going to be like, oh, well, fine, just let them win. I need you to anticipate, be ready for, get your umbrella out for a storm. So watch me. Um, the last couple of Saturdays, I think yesterday I did like, uh, or yesterday, no, today's Monday. So I think Saturday I did like, I don't know, seven miles or something like that. And uh, I think that Friday I did like seven miles. I tried to do like 15 in three days, something like that of exercise. And um, so watch. So there was no, 
uh, rain in the forecast. There was no rain in the forecast. Um, and so, you know, I, I was not expecting rain. I was not expecting rain. So because I was not expecting rain, I got out and I would get pretty far from um, from my home. I would get pretty far. I mean, all of that walking and I love it. Oh my God, it's, it's powerful. I pray, I worship, I get business handled. I mean, I just, I just love it, all right? And it's low impact, so you know you won't you ain't gonna tell yourself up, and um, and uh, and then I got my calories on my thing here. All right, I got this new goal right uh, for my for my for my body. And so anyway, check this out for my body, yada yada. So um, I wasn't expecting that, but watch me as I was walking. Pay attention as I was taking steps. I could begin. Watch me. The wind started. Watch me. Storms sometimes start. Watch me, and they're not sudden. Storms sometimes start and they're not sudden. And so I began to see the wind begin to blow. And I was like, All right, okay, what y'all doing? I looked up at like at one moment, the sky was totally blue. Like 10 minutes later, it was total storm clouds, the whole nine. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, poof, out of nowhere, it began to rain. It began to storm. Um, this past Saturdays wasn't as bad as the previous Saturday, but I mean, it was a stormy day. Everybody listen. Um, I was walking. I was making progress. And as I was making progress, the storm came. Just pay attention. It's super simple. It's super simple. The storm came. Now, the storm was only temporary. It was not permanent. It means I had, pay attention. It means I had to adjust my route temporarily. I had to adjust my route temporarily because I still had to make it to my destination. And for some of you, watch me, here's what you would do in this, because I was like, well, listen, I still have 15 more minutes. So I'm not done yet just because of this storm. And I need to encourage somebody tonight in prayer that the storm is because you started taking proper steps. And now that you've begun taking steps, I need you not, watch me, all I had to do was reroute, but I'm not going back. I had to adjust, but I'm not stopping my progress. And for some of you, the enemy was hoping the storm would make you say, let's just go back home. Let's just turn around. Let's just stop doing this. Let's not try. All I had to do was just adjust. And the adjustment was temporary. Watch me. Because I outlasted the storm. I know it's simple, but I need some of y'all to get it. Because some of y'all, the wind blows, the water comes, it gets a little muddy. My shoes got a little muddy. That's what you have shoe cleaner for. Um, uh, all I need you to stop talking about I'm going back. I'm returning to. And instead say, I just got to temporarily adjust. Father, I pray. For the temporary adjustments, y'all better pray with me tonight, that we have to make. I pray for the temporary adjustments that we have to take, but not making it to our destination is not an option. If we're not done, then we're not done. Father, in the word yesterday, uh, everything you made, you said it was good, and you did not, uh, you did not complete it until you said it was good, which means since you do all things well, and you make all things beautiful in time, God. That means if it's not good, then we're not done. So I pray, God, that we would have the grace to make whatever temporary adjustments that we have to make. But not getting it done is not an option. 
Not winning is not an option. Not accomplishing the goal is not an option. I pray, God, that we would be those that have the spirit of tenacity. We would be those that have the spirit like Paul said. The apostle Paul said this one thing, this one thing, this one thing. He said, I may not know a lot of moves, but he said, I know how to bust this one move. And this one move that I make, I, I forget those things that are behind and I press and I reach forward to that which is ahead. I pray God that we would not be angry because of temporary adjustments. I pray that we would not think that a temporary adjustment is a permanent change. A temporary adjustment, God, is not a permanent change. But in Jesus' name, y'all pray with me tonight. I pray that we would even find the joy in the temporary adjustments that we have to make. I pray that we would even find peace in the temporary adjustments that we have to make. I pray that we would even find your will. Love God, we're looking for you even in the temporary adjustments that we have to make. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. I need some of y'all who have been kind of uh, a little frustrated about your temporary adjustment to remind yourself, type it on the screen, it's temporary. Come on, it's temporary. It's temporary. I know you had a change in your staffing and you got to do more. It's temporary. I know you had a change with your personnel. It's temporary. I know you had a change with your circle. It's temporary. I know you had a change with your money. It's temporary. I know you had a change with your custody. It's temporary. I know you had a change with your family. It's temporary. I know you had a change feeling lonely. It's temporary. I know I need you to hear me. It is temporary. Every platform. Come on. I need you to say it's temporary. Come on, Harvest Search Instagram. Pay it's temporary. Come on, Bishop Instagram. It's temporary. Come on, Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, everywhere else. It's temporary. I need you not to be ticked off about what's temporary. It will not always be like that. It will not always be like that. Come on. I need somebody to release a digital praise that it will not always be like that. Come on. Can I get a few more to share over here on this Harvest Instagram? Come on. Let's get that number up. It, it is temporary. It will not always be like that. So stop getting mad and frustrated and angry because of a temporary adjustment. I just feel so bad myself. Baby, that's temporary. Take, your, take this time to learn to love you again. Who am I talking to? Take this time to learn to appreciate yourself. Bishop, it's just hard to trust anybody right now. Great. So now go do the work to go deep down inside to figure out the root of your trust issues because that. What just happened was not the root of your trust issues. That was the fruit, but the root goes deeper. The, the root goes back to when you were a little boy. Who am I talking to? The fruit goes back to when you were a little girl. It's to take the time. Thank God that he gave you a temporary, he gave you a temporary adjustment so that you would have time to deal with you. Come on here, y'all. God, thank you for our temporary adjustment so we have time to deal with ourselves. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. All right, next thing I want to cover in prayer. Guys, if you haven't shared, share. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share. When you share, people get saved. Let's go. Let's press further in prayer. So I want to cover your second half. There's something we've been saying, life and death in the power of the tongue, but the second half is going to be better than the first half. How many of you believe that? How many of you believe that? And listen, guys, when I say things like that, it doesn't mean that the first half was miserable and bitter and horrible. No, to be honest, the first half of 2021 was another record breaking half. Can I have any witnesses here? Right. It was amazing. Um, during the pandemic, which, you know, is virtually in the United States, it's virtually come to its conclusion in many ways, not in totality. It was amazing. 
it was it was absolutely amazing. It was a record-breaking time. Got it? So it doesn't mean that what was has to be awful. It just means that what next is going to be better. It does not mean that what was was not good. It just means what next is going to blow my mind. Come on. So let's cover this in prayer. So Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you and we thank you for the second half of 2021. We believe, sir, that it will be superior in every way except a negative way, except a, a disastrous way. It will be superior, pay attention to your words, in every way to 20, the first half of 2021. We declare we will do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think in our faith, in our finances, with our family, concerning our future, our business endeavors, ministry endeavors, what we set our hands to. It will be superior in the second half, then the first half. And for that, God, we are thankful. Life and death are in the power of our tongues. So therefore, God, we speak that. And now, God, we will get up and work that. Faith without works is dead, which means for it to be superior, we must be superior. To get more, we got to do more. To experience more, we have to be willing to evolve more. So God, not only do we speak it, but God, we declare that we are willing to do the work to make it happen. Come on. I need some of y'all to type work on the screen. We will do the work to make it happen. We will not be those that are expecting uh, God just to get milk from cows because cows don't give milk. Cows must be milk. And so God, we thank you for that now. In Jesus' name, come on, everybody say amen, all right? All right, all right, all right, all right. You got to work it. Guys, I posted, if you don't follow me um, on Facebook or Instagram, make sure you do that. It's Bishop Foreman. On all social platforms, it's Bishop Foreman, except Snapchat. It's Dr. Kevin Foreman, but I don't ever use Snapchat, so don't, don't even worry about that. But all that being said, everybody pay attention. All that being said, um, um, in that, I posted this thing. I read this thing. It was an amazing. It was really long, so I just shortened it for you. Uh, it was talking about um, a father was talking to his son, and his son was saying, you know, Dad, you know, the cows give milk, etc." The father said, son, cows don't give milk. He said, what are you talking about? Yes, they do. He said, no, son, you have to get up at 4 a.m. to milk the cow, even though the cow is ready and prepared and milk is available. That milk will not be extracted unless you go do the work. And for some of you, please hear me. God has set you up to have a mind blowing second half, but you're going to have to get up and do the work for it. That means you may have, come on, y'all, where you at? Where you don't get quiet on me now. Bishop on Instagram, y'all got quiet. What happened? All right. You got to do the work. So, so for some of you, you're going to finish the degree. You're going to have to do the work. For some of you, you you're going to buy the property. You're going to have to do the work. Just had a testimony um, I, we posted and uh, shared yesterday in church of a harvester, something we've been speaking for several weeks, several months rather, that you would go from being a renter, not to just well, not to just buy it, but to owning the building. Guess what? It's come to pass. You have to do the work. You have to do the work. God, I pray that we would do the work. We would do the work. Come on. I got... Can you just make this declaration? I will do it. Can you make that declaration? I will do it. I will do it. Like, I will do the work. Don't tell me your dream if you didn't tell... Watch me. Don't tell me your dream if you're not willing to wake up. 
and make it happen. Don't tell me your vision if you're not willing to get up and make it happen. Don't talk about just talking about it. I need you to get up and do it. You're a doer. That's who you are. You're a doer. That's who you are. You are a doer. That's who you are. You are a doer. That's who you are. Um, let me just go here real quick. Then we're going we're gonna to hit this thing with Peter in the water and then we're out. Um, so Jesus on what is often called Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday um, is, um, it, it is um, the day Jesus rode into the city on a donkey. A donkey in Hebrew culture was like a luxury automobile. So while people try to use that to say that Jesus was somehow different than what he was, it's like a luxury automobile. And because he knew he wasn't staying, essentially he leased it. You know, he rented it. He said, tell them I need you, I need to use it. He, Jesus went and got him a rental car and came into the city. All right, making it real practical for you. He comes into the city. And when he comes into the city, um, they lay down their, their cloaks, their tunics, all of their garments, and they lay down palm trees. Well, palm trees were one of the symbols of the Greek god Nike. Nike, Nikeo in specific, where we get the word Nike, which means action or to do. So when Jesus was riding into the city on that Palm Sunday before he was crucified, Jesus was announcing to them a few things. Number one, he was announcing them to them he was king because he rode into the city. Number two, he was announcing to them that I'm a doer. He said, for 33 years, y'all better pay attention to what I'm saying. For 33 years, I have been preparing for this moment. Oh my God. For some of you, your whole life, you have been preparing to get to this second half. Who am I talking to? That's why you got this feeling in you where you're like, God, I feel like something is about amazing is about to happen at any day. Who am I talking to? You have been preparing for 33 and a half years. He had been preparing for that moment. And for three and a half years, he had been talking about how he was going to have to offer up his life. And that move was going to be his greatest move yet. That was going to be his greatest move yet. So when he rides in on the palm trees and the leaves of the palm, Jesus was saying, just so you know, I'm not just talking the talk. I'm walking the walk. Father, give us the spirit that doesn't just talk it, but walks it. I pray that the emails that need to be sent, the resumes that need to be submitted, the documents that need to be submitted, the forms that need to be submitted, the paperwork that needs to get done, whatever we have been putting off and waiting until a later date, I declare God that we would have that same spirit you did when you rolled into the city on Palm Sunday. You announced to them, I'm a doer. That means we've got that same spirit in us to do, to do, to do, to do. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name. Come on, let me get you to do this one. Hashtag doer, D-O-E-R. Doer, we don't just talk it, we walk it out. You've been praying that your family would uh, come to the Lord. Now, I'm going to need you to go on and send them the video. I'm going to need you to send them a message. I'm going to need you to send that to them. I was in the, let me tell you the power of sharing guys. Everywhere I go, I run into people who, uh, it doesn't matter what city. Um, speaking of that, I'll be in Memphis preaching in a couple of weeks. We'll tell you more about that in, in a little bit. But, um, but no matter where I go, if I'm in the Atlanta airport, if I'm in Atlanta, in Denver, no matter where. So yesterday I was, I was um, uh, get, getting my meal after church. And, um, and so when I was in there, I ran into a gentleman. He's probably on prayer tonight. If you're on prayer, good, good to see you. 
ran into a gentleman and uh, he said, Bishop Foreman, I love your ministry. He, his words were, he said, that man be preaching. He said, you be preaching, you be preaching. I said, wow, to God be the glory. And, and he began to share a little bit of his testimony. I said, well, how did you hear about us? How did you hear about us? He said, well, somebody shared it with me. Somebody shared it with me that's there faithfully all the time. Every week they shared it with me. And when they shared it with me, uh, it changed things. And I tell you that um, to, uh, to underscore the importance of sharing, um, to underscore the importance of making it happen because you don't know whose life you are impacting, whose life you are changing, all right? And so um, it's just amazing to me. And I love, matter of fact, he took a picture. I hope he posted. If you posted, if you're watching me now, I don't see all of my Facebook and YouTube comments just yet, but if you're watching me now, would you post it if you have an Instagram or tag me in it or something like that so that we can see that? But God bless you. So when you sh when you share, you make it happen. We got to be doers. We are doers. All right. I want to go to this, guys, and we're going to spend the last about 15 minutes. Come to Miami. I am going to come to my. Can I be honest with you? Can I share something with y'all? Can I tell y'all some of my business? Can I tell you some of my business? I need like 10 hands across platforms if I can tell you some of my business. Because if I don't see 10 hands, I can tell you none of my business. <laughs> Come on. I need to see like 10 hands. 10 hands or go ahead. I need to see that. I I, will, I guess y'all don't want to know, so never mind. All right, listen. Um, watch it. Then all of a sudden, see, look, then they start rushing in. <laughs> okay, listen. So, so um, our board of directors and I, we knew um, that we were going to need to, that we, you know, that God had wanted us to, do, you know, do another city, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, uh, and so we had a whole list. We had a whole list of different places. And I went to all of those cities to pray, to, 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 to go observe the spiritual landscape, all of that. Several different cities that were on that list. And, uh, and to be honest, somebody said, come to Miami. So that's why I'm bringing it up. So when I got to Miami, I was like, come on, Miami. Let's go, Miami. And everywhere I went. One of the um, one of the Christian network um, executives was my um, was my tour guide, and so he took me around and was showing me everywhere. We were going to churches and different things and all of that. And when we did that, um, when we went, when we did all of that, um, everywhere I went, the pastors would say, "The pastors would be like, wow, you're gonna start a church here, right? Like, you know, we're looking at it, we're considering it." And they were like, "Cause you look like Miami." I said, well, what, is, what do you mean I look like Miami? He said, one of the pastors said, Bishop, I don't mean this in an offensive way. He says, but, but, but you, you got the Miami look like you, you got a, you, you, you got a, I won't say what he said, but you, you, you got the Miami look like you look Miami, like you, 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 you look like the city, like you, I was like, huh? So anyway, we say come to Miami. I wanted Miami to be next. It is, Atlanta is next, uh, but it's not the end. It's just next for us. Uh, it is not the end. So we're excited about that. All right. Um, so somebody, I do see, I don't even know what that means. I look like my area. I don't, everywhere we went, I promise you from every church we went for every, every place they took me, people were like, you look like Miami. You feel like Miami. I was like, how does Miami look? I was like, how does it feel? I was like, I got on a regular shirt. I didn't have on a Miami Vice shirt. I didn't have my shirt all open, showing my chest hair, nothing like that. So <laughs> anyway, back to prayer. Okay, let's go. It's not the end. Speaking of that, if you're in Atlanta, we'd love for you to be a part of our launch team. How do you connect? Text the word H-C-A-T-L to the phone number 877-552-4746. H-C-A-T-L. It's the drip. Okay, drip. Text H-C-A-T-L to 877-552-4746. Latin. Okay, come on. Look, uh, guys, I want to cover this last thing in prayer. 
Um, but before I do that, I want to read you this praise report. I want to read you this praise report. And to God be the glory. I, I was, I, I am so, I am so excited. I, again, in every single way, I feel like I'm just getting started. And for those of you who feel like more life is behind you than ahead of you, I rebuke your thoughts. I rebuke your thoughts. Joshua and Caleb, Caleb, when he had, had begun to age, um, they were basically trying to tell Caleb, hey, don't worry about it. You just need to chill out, relax. You just need to chill out. You just relax. You need to chill out. You need to relax. Caleb said, I am just as well able today than I was back then. He said, I am well able. And so for those of you, for those of you who feel like maybe you wasted too much time or life is behind you, if you honestly feel like that, can I just get you the hand wave emoji? Because I want to pray for you. And Father, I pray for those that are on prayer tonight that feel like they have wasted too much time, wasted too much of their days, wasted too much of their life. I pray that they would have the spirit of Caleb that says they are just as strong, if not stronger, wiser, and better today than they were before. I rebuke thoughts that they're too old. I rebuke thoughts that it can't happen for them. I rebuke thoughts that say they have wasted too much. I pray, God, that you would show them that they have not wasted. Come on. But they have sown. They have not wasted, but they have sown. And I pray that their confession would be like what I often say, uh, God, because I really believe it and feel it. They're just getting started. You are just getting started. You are just getting started. You are just getting started. And for that, God, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I could take you through the Bible where God has used people of all backgrounds, all ages, etc. Um, but let's just use Moses because he's easy to use. Moses didn't even walk into who God had ordained for him to be until he was 80. How old was he? 80. Can I get you to just some of y'all to type that on the screen? 80. So look, look, you are 22. You good? You good, you got seed in the ground. You are in your 40s, you are good. You got seed in the ground. You're in your 50s, your 60s, your 70s, you are good. That was just seed in the ground. And Moses did his greatest work at that time. 40 years in Egypt, 40 years in the wilderness. Then he brought the children of Israel out. I need you to hear me. Like, stop, don't put that pressure on yourself. Don't let the enemy try to tell you it's too late and it's not going to work and you're too old and you screwed up too much and that's for the young people. You young? Stop, don't call yourself old. I rebuke you calling yourself old. I don't know who I'm talking to who needs to hear this. Stop saying that, all right? Uh, let me read you this prayer support, guys, and then um, we're going to hit this Peter thing and, and we'll go. Is prayer blessing you so far tonight? Is prayer blessing you? Someone says, this is so for me. Come on. It says, Shalom, listen to this. Your second half will be way better than your first half, was the word Bishop gave us. First Samuel 3, 19. And the Lord is with the man of God and did not let one of his words fall to the ground. Four days. Y'all ready for this? This praise report comes out the gate. Four days. How many days? Four. Four days. I like four. Four is a biblical number of creative, creativity. Creativity, excuse me and to create. Four days into my second half, I am totally debt free. I'm waiting on your praise. I'm waiting on your digital shout. 
four days. I want to run. I want to run. Four days into my second half, I am totally Facebook. I am totally uh, YouTube. I am totally debt free. Listen, it gets better. Thank you, Jesus. I got the notification Sunday morning that my last payment on all debts has posted. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It, it, I just need you to say, my house is next. Come on. But let me tell you how they got there. And this is what's so good. Back to being a doer. Listen, let me tell you how they got there. Last year, this time, I was operating on 25% of my usual income. Watch me. But I stayed the course. Remain faithful in the five T's. If you don't know the five T's, there's something I teach at Harvest that basically surmise all of the things that were important to God in the Bible, right? Time, that's faithful church attendance. Treasure, that's faithful giving. Tithes, offers, first fruits, love offerings. Testimony, that's inviting people to church. Thirst, that's prayer, praise, and worship. And talent, that's serving in church. Okay, those are the five T's. You can actually see them on our website. Click Salvation and they're on our website. You can study those for yourself. I literally gave my way out of debt that I created due to the pandemic. Y'all, God is so good. He allowed me to forgive a debt owed to me for money. I had loaned to someone in the midst of it all. God is faithful. God is my source. It goes on and says, get the book, Making Money Moves, authored by Bishop Foreman, and get your finances in order. It has hashtag shameless plug. Do yourself and revisit the messages from the first and second quarters of 2021. They'll get you all the way together. Thank you, Bishop Foreman, for your yes and all that comes with it. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the voice you gave me to follow. Now, can I add something to this testimony? Not only did they stay faithful, but I, I happen to know who this testimony is. This person, and I have to say this just because I need you to understand how they got here. Notice they accumulated debt in the pandemic. This thing just is coming to a sort of quasi-end, pseudo-end, right, in America. Um, and... Totally debt free, but I need to tell you this person consistently, consistently sows into me. I'm not saying you have to, you don't want to, you don't. I'm just telling you Bible and it's scripture. So you can go read it for yourself. Um, consistently, there is not a week that goes by where something is not sown or sent to the point to, to, to where many times I will say is, is that that's probably from so-and-so every single week. And look at what the Lord has done. The Bible says, the Bible says, Philippians 4, 19, and my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. Paul was speaking to the Philippian church and they sold into I just had to just put that in there because they remained faithful, but they also sold into their man of God in a way. And I didn't know that the income had reduced like that but they content consistently. So I just had to let you know that and totally debt free father. You said in your word in Genesis 12, that we are blessed to be a blessing. And tonight we thank you that that's who you have made us to be. We are blessed to be a blessing, 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 blessed to be a blessing in Jesus name. Amen. Guys, we got seven minutes left on prayer. If you haven't shared, share, we're almost done. 
Um, I came out the gate in prayer from Matthew chapter 14 and verse uh, number 22. Um, and I just want to pray through these lines real quick, because for many of you, what you are facing is not the storm of punishment. For many, for many of you, it's not the storm, listen, of disobedience. For many of you, the storm you are facing is the storm of a step. You took a step and that step has created a storm. Listen, Matthew 14, 22. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side. Uh, he sent the multitudes away. But the boat was in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. So what's happened to the boat? The boat is rocking and it's in the middle of the sea and the wind is contrary. The wind is blowing against them. All right. Father, I pray that we would not let the wind that blows against us stop us. So I'm going to read verses and we're going to hit quick things with prayer. Agree with that and say, yes, Lord. God, we pray that the wind blowing against us, the wind that's contrary to us, God, that that wind would not stop us in Jesus name. Let's go further. Uh, verse 25. Now, in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went up to them walking on the sea. The fourth watch is between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m., between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m., which means Jesus came to visit, pay attention, between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. Pay attention. From some of you, the reason your sleep is interrupted, pay attention, between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. is because Jesus has a pattern of coming to visit you between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. And you wake up in the middle of the night like, why can't I go to sleep? Why do I keep getting up? For some of you, you don't even need an alarm clock. Who am I talking to? It is because Jesus, in, in, in the midst of your sleep, he is coming, watch me, to get you, to keep you from self-sabotaging. Who am I talking to on, to, on tonight? Oh my God, <laughs> tonight. Wave at me if I'm talking. Somebody says between 3.27 and 4 a.m. Between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m., Jesus has a pattern of showing up to visit at that time. And I need for some of y'all, just I just trying to go to sleep. I'm trying to go, baby, you better wake up. You better wake up and go into prayer. All right, listen. Between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m., Jesus went to them walking on the sea. Verse 26. What was he walking on the sea? What does water represent in the Bible? The spirit. So he comes spiritually. Check it out. He comes spiritually. So no, Jesus ain't going to lean over your bed. Wake up. No, 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 no. Jesus is not going to turn the TV on. Listen, that's something else. Okay. No, 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 no. He comes spiritually. This is why you wake up. You open your eyes. You just wake up between that time period. I need for some of you to hear me. It's not that something's been wrong. You, you didn't eat the wrong thing before you went to sleep. Jesus came to visit. It wasn't that you had too much water before you went to sleep. Jesus came to visit. Jesus came to visit. Oh, watch me. Verse 26. When the disciples saw, I got to hurry up. I got three minutes. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, pay attention, walking on the sea in Greek, the language of our New Testament, it, does, it means that Jesus, it literally means he circled the boat to lead it. He circled them. This is why for some of you, when you wake up between that time, your thoughts kind of go in circles. Certain things will come up and, 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 and it'll kind of be like circuitous thinking. It's like circles and cycles. You'll be thinking about stuff that happened the other day. You'll be thinking about things that happened the other week. You'll be situations will come back to your mind the other day. 
Are you listening? Because he circles you. He circles you. Please, y'all go with me. I got to go fast. They were troubled saying it's a ghost and they cried out for fear. They were like, oh, God, come on. What is this? This is crazy. This is weird. 27. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and saying, be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, here it is. Lord, if it's you, Lord, if it's you, bid me come. Bid me come. If it's you, command me to come to you on the water. What does the word pray mean? To ask. So what happened? Pay attention, guys. This is so simple, but I need you to stick with me. We're about to end. Pay attention. So between three and six, he comes in the spirit, circling them. And what does Peter do? He prays. Whenever you are awakened between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m., that is God's directive to you to pray. The reason that he's circling you with a thought is because that's something you need to conquer. Come on. Father, I pray that our response to you visiting us between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. with a circuitous thought, something you brought back to us, is because you are telling us to go in prayer because there is something we need to conquer. There is something we need to overcome. There is something we need to shut down. Got it? Wow. Wow. Y'all ready? Okay. That's why some of you, some something somebody said to you will pop back up and, and you will start replaying that situation. It's because you need to learn how to conquer being addicted to the opinions of the fruitless. Let's go. Verse 28. And Peter answered him and said, I got to hurry up. I got one minute. Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you in the water. So he said, come. And when Peter had come out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. So what did he do? He went into prayer. In our example, he goes into prayer, he gets out of the boat, he takes a step. When he steps, remember, it's already windy. When he steps, look at verse 30. But when he saw, when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. Watch me. And beginning to sink, beginning to sink. Watch me. And uh, he's saying, Lord, save me. Verse 31, and immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and called him and said, oh, you of little faith, why did you die? And when he got into the boat, boat the wind ceased. I want to give you this. Do y'all mind if I take three more minutes on prayer tonight? We're supposed to end right now. Give me three more minutes. Give me three more minutes. Three more minutes. Um, when the Bible says, but when he saw, when he saw, when he saw that the wind was boisterous, Saw there means he perceived. His perception, it magnified the problem to make it bigger. He magnified the problem to make it bigger. Father, I pray that we would not magnify the problem and make it bigger than it is. In Jesus' name. Come on, just say, don't magnify. Type that. Let's go. And guys, I know I'm going fast. You're going to have to go back and, and, and look at the replay. Then look at this. That the wind was boisterous. Watch this boisterous in Greek. Here's what that means. Language of the New Testament. It means God's power is standing by, ready to unleash itself to bring about his will. Stop. You ready for this? God created a storm for Peter just to see how he would respond. In other words, the reason that when Jesus got back into the boat, the wind stopped is because it was a simulation. Come on. The reason the wind stops when Jesus gets back into the boat, back into the boat, is because it was a simulation. 
He was training Peter. Let's go. God, I could go so deep with this, but I won't. Do not magnify the storm, but I need you to realize that what you see is actually God's power standing by. The storm, hear me, is not being controlled by the enemy. The storm is being controlled by God. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. The wind is God's power. That's literally what the word boisterous means in Greek. It is God's power standing by. So what you think is supposed to take you out is heaven on standby. What you think is trying to knock you down is heaven on standby. That's why you don't magnify the storm, but you focus on Jesus, which is the word, because he's the one that controls the storm. God. The Bible says, and he was afraid. And he, I just got to get to this and then I got to quit. I got to quit. We got to quit. So we got to quit. I got to go. And beginning to sink. Stop. That word beginning in the Greek language of our New Testament. By the way, uh, I taught a message that teaches this in our series emojis um, uh, that you can get on YouTube and Facebook. The name of the message is called Stop Linking and Start Thinking. For those of you who want to go deeper into this because I want to have to end it real fast. Um, watch me. And beginning to sink. Stop. The word beginning means he rehearsed. He rehearsed it. He rehearsed it. But can I be honest with some of y'all? You are good at rehearsing failure, but that's over. You have been good at, re what is rehearse? Rehearse, rehear, rehear, rehear. You are good at going over the negative that you've heard. You're good at rehearsing the worst case scenario. But the second half is not going to be that. Come on. You are good at rehearsing people doing you dirty. But what if I told you in the second half, you were going to have some people in your life that added support and value to you? What? Watch me. You have been good at rehearsing God, why me? But what if I told you, you're going to say, God, I'm so glad you picked me. God, I got to end this quick. So tonight, Father, I pray that we would not rehearse. We would not rehearse. The negative that we have learned, we would not continue to rehear because the second half will be better than the first half. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, it's 804. We got to go tonight. If this blessed you, be a blessing. So into it. Bless what blesses you. Always do that. Faithful givers always flourish. You should know by now, Harvest is good ground. If you don't know it, go read the praise reports. You'll see it for yourself. How do you do that? Use the dollar sign, or cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Former with the number two. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. All of those methods are available for you to give. The email connected to that is hello at harvestchurch.church. For those of you on the Bishop Foreman Instagram, Instagram has begun to ask us to do this thing that we've been doing lately called badges. So if you want to get a badge, you can do it that do it that way. Thank you so much. You can do it that way. Um, you can use a badge and so that way, or you can, again, use Cash App, uh, PayPal, Zelle, Givelify, Venmo, all of that. Hello at harvestchurch.church. All right. If you need to give your life to Jesus tonight, all right, and you've never become a Christian, tonight's your night. He came to get you. Secondly, if you're giving your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful. Tonight's your night to recommit yourself to the Lord. And thirdly, if you're like, Bishop, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure wherever you're at across every platform, if you're on a social platform where you can respond on three, I just need you to do that. Hand with emoji or say it's me. All I'm going to do is lead you in a prayer, but I want to see your hands. The Bible says if you deny the Lord, he will deny you. So this is your moment. Don't deny him. This is your moment. You become a Christian, recommit yourself a little, or be sure wherever you're at. Do the hand wave emoji or say it to me. One, two, three. Respond right now wherever you're at. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Nobody's going to judge you. Nobody's going to beat you up. Nobody's going to look down on you. I don't care. I remember hearing a story 
about uh, a preacher. He talked about how he went to a church and he did an altar call. And when he did an altar call, one of the deacons came up and uh, for the altar call and the deacon, uh, the deacon, the, the preacher said, well, you couldn't possibly, I see you responding guys. Keep responding. I see you. I see you. Come on. So many are coming to the Lord tonight. And, uh, and the deacon uh, and the preacher that was there, the deacon said, the preacher said to the deacon, he said, um, what are you doing? Why are you up here? You're one of the deacons in the church. You're not a Christian. He said, well, nobody ever asked me. Nobody ever asked me. Hear me, y'all. We are in the business of seeing people come to Jesus. We are in the business of seeing people come to the Lord. That's why there's rarely ever a live where I don't do what we call a harvest, dropping the net. Every experience, we drop the net and we always see people come to the Lord. All right. All right, I see several hands. Listen, even if you're watching the replay, everybody, please pray this for me. I don't care if you and Jesus are like this and y'all share this lame sleeper bag in school, okay? Pray this with me. Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. Because of your love for me, I can move forward. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to walk this race. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer, congratulations. We celebrate you. Even on the replay, we celebrate you. And what we want you to do is just simply take out your phone, text the word decision to the phone number 877-552-4746. They're gonna put it on a few of the platforms so you can do a screenshot. If you have a Harvest Channel or an Uncommon Gospel, I'll say it again for you. Text the word decision to the phone number 877 552 if you ever have trouble remembering that number, it's just actually 877-55-BISHOP is what the number is. There's an extra number. There's an extra number that's on there, but you'll see when you get to the, the top. Uh, we've had that number for years when we used to come on TV uh, back in the day. All right. Listen, congratulations. So many hands over here. So many hands, I'm sure, on every platform. I the reason I asked you to respond, I have digital ambassadors on every platform that are watching to see your responses, because that's how we know how many people gave their lives to the Lord. Yesterday, people came to the Lord. Today, people came to the Lord. Tomorrow night, I'm going to go live on Instagram, on the Bishop Foreman Instagram, only to give you a preview of Wednesday's message. I've been doing that on Tuesdays and Saturdays. Bishop, what time? Um, just you got to follow me and you got to click to get notifications when I go live, because I will go live tomorrow on Instagram. I'll bring a few of you up to pray for you. Speak the word of the Lord to you. Again, if this bless you, go so. Uh, dollar sign Bishop Foreman number two at the end or PayPal Venmo Zell give it a five. I love you guys. I really, really do. I appreciate you. You guys, we join together from all over and uh, I love spending this time in prayer with you. I really, really do. So I make it a priority. Anybody that knows me knows. Um, listen, don't, he ain't gonna miss prayer because I'm not. I don't. I don't take off prayer. I don't, like, I, I just don't. That's just me. I don't take off prayer and and rarely do I, um, in fact, I haven't missed a day in my pulpit for, I couldn't tell you the last time. And even when I wasn't here, I still make sure that that, uh, that the word goes for them. Love you guys. Ear hugs to everybody. Do y'all know I was able to hug people this past week? I started hugging again. So amazing to me. I love that. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom. Share it. Share this too. Share this. I need a few, several of you, especially on Instagram. Once we get off, share it in your Insta story. YouTube, Facebook, all of that. Share it once we get off. Love ya. Shalom. Love y'all. Shalom. Love y'all. Shalom. 
all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's.